damn it, I got to stop taking baths during Peter shenanigans. I got to ta stop taking bath salts. <clears throat> well, that'll never you happen. You ever eat somebody's face? Uh-huh. You ever eat somebody's face off? Nah, but I've eaten day four festival ass. <laughs> Have you? <laughs> I'm just saying it for the clout. Welcome back to episode your three of Your House Our Rules. Started off with a good old fucking your introduction where no one even knows what the fuck is going on. But we do have some shit to get into today. We've got a lot of fucking announcements. Episode 33. Um, we're here with Bailey Earnhardt and Sam who were uh, on a podcast. I think it was two episodes again ago. Um, I think it was three. Very good guys, uh, but we have a bit of an announcement with them. Uh, I am expanding the Your House Our Rules to more than just a podcast. Um, it's always been something that is kind of um, a, a media like collective and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, now I'm starting to do uh, a little bit more with it. We are going to launch a group page for Your House Our Rules that is going to be for stuff like. Uh, sharing artwork, sharing video game clips, sharing your podcast. Uh, we also want it to be a discussion board, and I've uh, talked to my cousin Jack, who you've seen on a couple episodes before. He's gonna—he's really good with words and likes to theorize stuff, so he's going to get in there, and hopefully uh, it pops off a little bit. We can get some people in there interacting with the chats and stuff like that. But the reason why I have uh, Sam on and Bailey on this, uh, this episode right now is because they are now becoming an official part of Your House, Our Rules. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily been announced. It probably will by the time we uh, release this. Stop shaking your leg. Um, <laughs> but by the time we release this, we do have on April 9th uh, we have another show at the Barrel. This will be your fourth show, right, that you're doing there? Yeah, I think so. Fourth okay. show. Yeah, but this time we're going to be doing it under the brand Your House Our Rules. It kind of yep. fit because she never really did anything. She's now kind of the vice president of everything. Uh, you're going to be seeing her a lot more, and Sam probably, as well as Hunter, who's a part of this as well, on more episodes. I'm starting to gear the podcast a little bit more away from the uh, inviting just random people on and having it more of a core group. I still do want to have guests on or whatever, but I want it to be a little bit more um, of an out there people, not necessarily just my friends, people who we meet, like artists and, and other just interesting people. Yep. We'll see how that goes. There's a lot to pan out, a lot of work. We've been discussing this for like two weeks and been putting shit off and and yeah, now we're here. Um, Sam's role in it is going to be a little bit more of like the visual art side of things, um, the graphic design side of things. That's where he's kind of going to be head at. Um, he's yes, going to be in charge sir. of doing that. And he's starting to work on uh, some some uh, like live art paintings and stuff like that. We're going to be doing that like maybe time lapses of TikToks and stuff. We're going to be all over the place. It's going to be something. We've got six people on it. Um, if you're in the group, you can take a look at the moderators and stuff. And that's pretty much the heads of your house or rules. Um, as well as maybe a little fucking uh, collab with uh, Hey Man Productions, which is Jack's production company down in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, so if we want to kick it off a little bit, do you want to talk about the barrel a little bit? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, so April 9th, <clears throat> like Keith said, we are going to have a show at the barrel in Springboro. Um, it's right in between Dayton and Cincinnati. Um, <clears throat> but this show, we haven't really done anything where we brought people from like out of state and such like that. So we're bringing in people from Tennessee, from Kentucky, uh, and then we're going to have some people that are just hometown local DJs and producers. Um, and we're starting to bring in a little bit bigger people than just, like, you know, getting the start of things. Um, <clears throat> Sam is going to be um, doing a live art painting there, um, which will be available if you guys want it for, co or uh, what, what's it called, for, uh, like, to buy it. Uh, commission. <laughs> commission, yeah. <coughs> yeah. 
So um, I've been, I just recently started trying out canvases and I just got a bunch of acrylic paint markers and stuff. We got some time out. I got two months before the thing. I've been practicing and I am really excited about this because they are really fun to use. And I think yeah. I can whip out some really cool shit here coming out in the future. Yeah. So April 9th, come out. We'll have a good time. We're going to have uh, baseballs, subs, JBL tops. It's going to be a lot of uh, production for a tiny venue. There's going to be two stages this yeah, time around, right? Yeah, there's going to be two stages. One outside, it's in April, but we'll have heaters if it's too cold. And there's a bonfire pit, so it'll be pretty cool. That'd be lit. Yeah, it's got a lot of big things coming. Okay, I think I do have my mic working. I'm not sure if that first part picked up where I introduced. My mic was just working before that, and now it kind of went out. Um, I think I adjusted a little bit, so now I think we're we're good. So, yeah, keep an eye out for all the stuff that's going on there. I've got a couple people on who I've talked about the group that are going to maybe post some uh, art as well. Um, it's going to be something that is open to everybody. Uh, it's going to be a group that we are monitoring, so excuse me whenever someone does go to post uh something in there it's going to be something that we view first and we're going to make sure that it's okay and of course we have the commentary that you can give back to it so maybe you posted something you just didn't proofread it or something like that and we're going to be like hey you know what clean up the spelling and stuff like that and then we'll let you post it um one thing that i'm a little bit hesitant on i am going to allow it at first is show promotion whether or not you want to post your shows um i do notice that a lot of these groups though they end up getting caught into this thing where it's overly saturated with just like people spamming their fucking shows um, so I do want to make sure that we don't do that. I'm hoping that at some point I can split the media collective and the discussion page separately because I think one might end up outweighing each other, but we're basically just going to have to see where it goes from here. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on it, follow the group, all the information that's going to come from that is going to be coming through that group. Um, and then you can also follow the Facebook page and us on all social medias. Um, I would recommend watch or taking a look at our TikTok and Instagram because there's going to be a lot of videos that are coming, whether it's podcast clips, video game clips, live art, fucking uh, time lapses, anything that you can think of really media-wise, you are more than welcome to share. And I do want to say that it is not strict to EDM when it comes to the music. Um, I want people to share all their musics, even if it's country. I hate country music, <laughs> but like, go ahead and fucking share your shit. I'm sure there will be people in there who, who respond to that well. Um, so, yeah, give it a look. Uh, follow the page. Uh, this might be going live before. I'm not sure how I'm going to do it. I've got a lot of work to do the next two days to get this shit up. So I'm hoping that this will be all go up at the same time, but I might release this first. If so, then give it like one or two more days. Uh, you'll probably be getting an invite from all of us. So I'm probably just going to invite all my friends, see who wants yep. to join and shit on there. Right. But Pretty yeah. much. With that being said, though, let's move to the first topic that we have on hand. Your House, Our Rules is a Cincinnati-based uh, uh, podcast media collective. And as y'all know, the Bengals played in the Super Bowl this weekend and heartbreakingly lost again hey. on the final offensive drive in the Super Bowl. What they a got fucking there, run, though. though. Yeah, they got there, though. What a fucking run. Seriously. First time in our lifetimes. I was, I was happy to say I watched that shit with my family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right was, there with my dad. That was one of the things that uh, was happening because when they won the AFC championship game, the first thing I did was call my dad. And then after that, I let my boss know that I wasn't going to be there on Super Bowl Monday. And then I was like, uh, okay, I'm going to have a party. And I kind of put the party teaser out there for everyone. And it kind of was just like everyone's going to watch it with their family, which is what I would have done initially if I would have watched it with my dad, if that were the case. But they just moved to Florida. 
So I kind of understood that was going to happen. Ended up going over to my grandma's condo. I watched it with my cousin Jeff, my cousin Justin, uh, Uncle Jack and Aunt Mary. Uh, Tay, unfortunately, had to work. Uh, oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, and it was one of the things. That the, the, go- the cool thing about it was, though, even though we lost, we do have a lot of potential in the team. We, it was a close Fuck game. Yeah. We fucking did, we did the yeah. damn thing. But the buzz around the city was absolutely unreal this past weekend. Yeah, it was amazing. Just absolutely yeah. crazy. I actually had a, a, a friend from Tennessee who came up. Her name is Jenna Tabor. She's down in Nashville, Tennessee. Shout out Jenna. She came up for a little Valentine's Day with her friends or whatever for this this Valentine's Day weekend. And she was coming up to me and she came to my house for a little bit and was like, was like we really don't know how to respond to Who Day. And I was yeah. like, you just, you, say just say, you just say it back. You just say it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ain't that the truth, though. Yeah. My, my little cousin <laughs> even called me and said, who day? He can barely talk. It yeah. was awesome. I mean, you remember me after the Titans game. I was absolutely trashed. Just screaming <laughs> who day at everyone. Oh, 30 yeah. minutes of phone calls afterwards, just making sure everybody. Oh, you called everybody. Everyone that I could. Not in Nashville. I was calling up a lot of, like, friends and stuff like that. Like, I talked to fucking Max <laughs> and Chris. Talked to my dad. I talked to Jack. Yeah, for sure. For Gibby sure. one talked to me, his bitch ass. <laughs> So, yeah, it was it was a really good time. It was a hell of a run. We got three games. Uh, they haven't lost a playoff game uh, since uh, my parents moved to Florida until the Super Bowl. So, go ahead and stay down there, guys. I'm going to run with that. Yeah. yeah. So, real. do you guys have any commentary on the Bengals or what happened in the Super Bowl or anything like that? Because I know there's a lot of shit going around around the Bengals right now. They just need an O-line, man. They, they do need an Their O-line. Their O-line sucks. People want to say a lot, make excuses for the game and how it turned out. And honestly... It's not going to change the outcome. Yeah. It is what it is. We are looking really good, no matter how you dice it. Yeah. It's just give it yep. time. Yeah, there, there, there's a lot of people who are saying it was rigged. There's a lot of what ifs, what it could have showed us and stuff right. like that. For us to have a second-year quarterback who came off an injury last year with four wins last season and mostly rookie talent on the fucking wide receivers, um, I think Mixon is in his second year now, uh, maybe third. But to have that young of an offense just absolutely fucking bolstering teams with no O-line. I mean, yep. he got so- he got sacked eight times in the Super Bowl game. Yep. He got sacked like 70 or something this season. Yeah, I was right yeah, around he, there. He, he beat a record, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, sacked. No, uh, yeah, I think he was fourth all-time or something like that. Wasn't yeah. so the he, Super Bowl, like, the, wasn't Super that like the most sacks in Super Bowl most history? Sacked, most sacked quarterback in Super Bowl history, I believe it was. That's what I thought I read. And yeah. we still almost won. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, it was one of those things, too, where I think it kind of plays off. I know a lot of people don't agree with me on this one, but we had that touchdown that came out after the second half, and like it was a blatant face mask, blatant blatant offensive pass interference to score on that. The only thing is, we don't really need to fucking start throwing flags at the end of the game when we have throwing flags. They they said that they, if if you make a makeup call, which happens in every you know every football game that Mm -hmm. has a bad call, don't make it. Next what play. was it was at 28, 28 minutes play. into the game. Yeah, a, you make it next play. You don't make it twenty eight minutes into the end of the game. It's one of those things where, as a, as someone who grew up playing sports and stuff like that, you do kind of understand that if it was a ticky tack foul and it was kind of a bad foul that they called, if you get called for someone or someone on the other side, it's just kind of the way it is. You, yep. you need to get a makeup call. Don't wait fucking three quarters later. No, and then yeah, have that, that's what that's what everybody's complaining about though. Is yeah. they they threw what four flags yeah. with within like two I minutes mean, or something like that. Exactly. But my whole thing. Thing is the game was played for a reason it happened 
So let it go. There were other things that happened. Chase on our last down was wide open, had the dude beat. If he had more time, he would have been able to throw a touchdown pass. What yep. if? It didn't happen. Sure. And Boyd dropped a fucking touchdown pass, or dropped a fucking pass that was, uh, uh, I think it was the last drive or whatever, and Boyd never drops any fucking passes. Yep. And it was just it was just an absolute fucking heartbreaking thing to witness. But for us to only lose by, what was it, three? It was one possession. We lost yeah. by one possession in the Super Bowl, and we weren't even supposed to be there. They should have just let, let Shooter kick it. Yeah, just let him hit like eighty yards. Yeah, just kick it. Right. Shooter's got yeah, it. Yeah, he might have got Looks it. It's like we won the Super Bowl, boys. Would have gave us a better chance yeah, than what crazy. we had. I, I mean, shout out to him too. A lot of people were talking about Joe Burrow and stuff, but for real, the biggest hype that I saw around the Bengals for the Super Bowl was the defense and McPherson. Yeah, McPherson's, McPherson's amazing. McPherson, he's clutched the playoffs for us. He hit like fifteen field goals in the fucking in the entirety of the playoffs. Did yeah, not miss it, one. Right. If we if, he, if we didn't have him, and he stayed on the field for the halftime. Yeah, that is, awesome. that is the most kicker shit so, I have ever heard. Let, actually, let's segue that into a little bit. What did you guys think of the the halftime performance? I fucking love it. I loved man. it. It was awesome. It was great. It was My for our generation and Generation X exactly. and people yeah. above us. Like this was our time. Yeah, yeah. I saw up. someone post that like if you are above fifty or below thirty, you probably didn't like this. But in my opinion. It was the best Super Bowl it was awesome. performance that I've seen. And I've seen, like, Spr- Springsteen, Petty, fucking Paul McCartney. I mean, Michael Jackson, though. Michael Jackson. Prince yeah. killed it, too. Br- Br- Prince, Prince was good. Yeah. Bruno Mars fucking killed it. Yeah. And, like, there's been some good halftime Beyonce, performances. Beyonce just, got it. Just the fact that I'm a little bit of a hip-hop head. And I, I was about to, to say, we're a little bit biased, yeah. for sure. And ultimately, yeah. it comes down to your preference and what you like to enjoy. Mm-hmm. But... Honestly, we have seen everybody's grandma and grandpa come out of the woodwork just to say how they oh, feel well, about the this Super Bowl halftime show. Worst halftime of all time. And I was just like, it's not worth it, Keith. Don't say it. <laughs> Snoop, right, Snoop Dogg uh, smoked a smoked a joint right before. Right before the game. No, no shit. It's Snoop Dogg. What do you mean? Snoop. I don't. There's a picture care. of him holding it on stage. I'm like, you. really? Yeah, yeah, that's what he does. The thing about you it is you're in LA. Yeah, it's legal. California. California is a recreational. Yeah, it's legal. So for them to fucking have all that bullshit, it, it, it fucking, it's real stupid. People are know. really making a big deal about Eminem kneeling, too. And well, they the don't, Tupac thing. for the Tupac thing, but yeah. they don't know that that's what that was for. Did, they did think it was what, a political stance. Did you see what somebody said? They were like, why are you getting so upset over this when the national anthem wasn't even playing? It must not be because of the national anthem. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, okay. It, 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 I, I just don't know what to say about that. They did my dude at M Dirty, though. Yeah, they had a major backing track on him, and he was trying to he was trying to like rap over it, and I don't know. I expected more from him. Honestly, I think Kendrick's part was fire. Kendrick's was, was dope. Kendrick's right. part was fire. My my microphone is not working, so I'm going to move the condenser mic in between me and Bailey, and it's just going to have to get both of us because for some reason it starts and then it goes out. That sucks. But uh, yeah, we're just going to have to deal with it. So uh, this mic should pick it up pretty well, though. I'll share so. a mic with you. It's fine for sure. For sure. We'll be all right. I'll monitor that a little bit. But, yeah, like you were saying, the Kendrick part of it was probably my favorite part. I think um, so, too. That intro what, what and how about, he started out, like, we going to be all right. Yeah. Man, I saw yeah. it, man. And it oh, was. we got hype. There was, like, yeah. a moss oh, yeah. pit in my bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was so fun. It was absolutely phenomenal. Um, the, the, the big part that got me about his part of the performance was the dancers that they had in the background, like the really smooth tuxedo dress, yeah. the people doing, the, doing that weird choreography. That was really, really fun to me. And it brought up a point when we were watching it with Justin and stuff like that, that uh, we were like, yo, um, 
that we we're talking about who our, our favorite parts were and stuff like that. And I was like, I really wish I was at this performance right now so that I could sit there and actually watch what was going in. Because they had like that White House type thing yeah, going on. Everybody in the was like in a different room. Yeah, and like they, they, they really were focusing a lot on the performers and stuff like that. And I really wanted to see what was going on in front, what was going on in each of the boxes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. it, was, it, 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 was, it was one of the best stage designs that I've seen because it was unique. It wasn't just a stage. Yeah, it wasn't absolutely. just lights. It yeah. was cool. Yeah. It was it, it was some really laid back like uh, country or California LA type vibe to it and it it it, it really worked well. Um, what do you, what what do you think about them saying that Fifty Cent is now a whole dollar? Shut he's the old. dude. He's he doesn't like, even no, look fat. Exactly. He doesn't right. even look fat. Shut he the fuck. But he's also up. like what fifty? Y'all like, petty. He's, he's, like he's old. Like yeah. He's what do you yeah, look like up. when you're? 50? He, it looks what like is? it looks like he got healthy. It looks like he cleaned up his shit and quit some vices, cut some shit out of his yeah. life. Well, you, Fifty Cent's always been jacked, and I, we yeah. didn't we didn't see him with his with his wife beater off or anything like that. But he looked like he had a little bit more more bulk to his arm, but he, he didn't have like a protruding belly or anything like no. that. He's, he's at 50 he's, years old. He might not have a six yeah, pack anymore. He's, and he's filled out a bit. He's That's an entrepreneur too. So he's not, he might not have like, even though he's not rapping anymore, he probably has less time than he did back then. But yeah. to be honest, where he's at and what he's doing, I doubt he gives a shit. Yeah. No. No, for sure. Making too much money. And he played at the fucking Super Bowl, bro. That's everybody's dream. Well, I didn't yeah. know that 50 was going to play. No, he was he the wasn't only one that was announced. That was a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, I, I, one of the people that was at my party was like, it was supposed to be LL Cool J. Yeah, that'd was, be sick. And I was like, oh, <laughs> well, why is it 50? Which I love 50 Cent. Yeah, LL I, Cool J's fire, though. I, I got to see him in New Orleans. Can I bust? No. Yes, <laughs> no, I wish they had the hologram of fucking Tupac. Tupac they though. said that they were going to do it. Yeah. I don't know what happened. Did I don't they? know. Yeah, yeah, they said that that was like a big rumor going around. It probably was a little bit too hologram, much to, to do well, and they, stuff like that. Well, I mean, they did the hologram of Prince. Did they? Wasn't it Prince? No, during, they did the during JT. They did Justin the. Timberlake. I don't know. I didn't I, even watch that one. I don't know about that. I know they did the hologram of Tupac back. At, it was one year at Coachella, and it was during Dr. Dre's set, and yeah. that he had a segue where he brought that hologram on and it was two of america's most wanted and hail mary yeah i might have the order switched up on that but it was those two songs yeah it was crazy but maybe a little bit controversial because you know i know some artists who are now deceased they'd be rolling in their grave if you know they found out that people were doing that to them yeah Leave, I, yeah, I mean, it I, depends on how you want to yeah. interpret it. I still think it was one of the coolest things I have ever fucking seen in live music or in the entertainment industry. Yeah, but for sure, it's up for interpretation. Just, just even the like, uh, the sheer like advancement of technology that oh, it, it shows yeah. that you can do and stuff like that. Yeah, the the hologram things that they are doing is really cool. So the only other thing that I really have to say about the halftime performance was uh, at one point when they were saying uh, a lot of people have talked about Dre like play, playing the piano and doing the music and doing the mixing. Uh, we were watching that and my cousin Jeff goes, he's like, look at him, dude. He's mixing on stage. I was like, I think that's a prop, dude. I was like, that doesn't oh, that probably. doesn't really, really look real, and I don't think they're gonna let Dre be doing the mastering while he's out there fucking performing and fucking yeah, and, and no. doing that shit at the fucking Super Bowl, one of the most viewed video fucking things in the entire world yearly. But I feel like I I agree with you, but I feel like if anybody could do it, Dre could probably do it. 
I don't think so. Because when you're on this big stage and stuff like that, and like you're doing it, you're working with monitors. The sound when you're behind stage is not nearly as good as what front yeah, of house it, is. It, doing. It's, yeah. a, it's there's absolutely no way they were letting him do that. that. I feel you there. It's like I always heard that basically no one actually sings at the Super Bowl. It's all backing track. Well, we were we were but, noticing that like when the Chainsmokers were playing before and two, all of it was lip sync. Yeah, yeah I noticed that too. I told that to my dad. I could have sworn I thought Snoop Dro- or Snoop Dogg's part and Mary J. Blige's part they were actually singing yeah mary j blige did sound like they were singing too because when you were looking at the chain smokers beforehand and stuff it even sounded like a master track but when they started playing uh, at the actual super bowl they might actually let them but it's mary j blige bro she's one of the top singers she's got the ethos to be able to carry exactly so and then the other ones are rappers so i don't necessarily think that that was all lip synced or whatever i was talking about the beforehands uh of stuff like that and even like the national anthem and stuff like that kind of seemed uh sing oh really i I thought the I thought the national anthem. I thought the girl that did it. She was some country artist that I have no I know country, and I have no clue who she is. Well, Janae Aiko awesome. did the fucking uh, yeah. America the Beautiful. Yeah. Like, god damn it. Yeah. Oh god, that beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. Yeah. But, I don't know. I'm but but the the actual national the anthem national that was that was beautiful. She uh, she did amazing. Yeah, was about, I, I thought it was very experimental, and it took me a minute to get into it. Oh, really? I could See, I, I, I thought I thought no, it sounded so it, good. It, it was it was very good. She she didn't do too much with it because uh, a lot of times you get those singers that like hold shit out like Fergie at a fucking Pacers game or some shit like that, <laughs> fucking just do, holding every note out too long, and people started booing her and shit like that. It was, yeah, it was bad. She's got range though. I'll give her that. Well, apparently the national anthem is one of the hardest songs to sing. Like when when a singer goes up because the pressure of singing the national I anthem think it's correctly thing. is so. Hard. And that's why I kind of think they might have ran the lip syncs and shit. They might have. There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of people viewing. You really don't want shit to get fucked up. Yeah, yeah. but it sounded like it sounded good either yeah. way. Who butchered the national anthem? Christina Aguilera. Did she? At, yeah, it was, it was this, at the Super Bowl. I forget what year, but she I know what you're talking about. Way anthem. long ago. Yeah. It was a bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. It, don't be yeah, a don't, don't be a Christina. Don't don't, don't, be, don't be a Christina. But Christina Aguilera, right. man, she can it's get too it. close to Karen's. Man. <laughs> Dude, no, she can get it. I love like yeah. you're, oh, she still looks good. God, oh, burlesque. You ever seen burlesque? No. <sighs> you need to. Do we I? should watch. Yes, we <laughs> yeah. should watch it. We'll have to watch burlesque. Yeah, it's awesome. Right. We're watching burlesque. Yeah. But moving on from the Super Bowl, because we're about 20 minutes into it. We don't want to get too bogged down with that. I mean, I know it is one of the biggest events or whatever. We do love the Bengals, and and it was a hell of a Super Bowl performance. It was one of those things where, like, I was having fucking trouble trying to find times to go get a fucking smoke and shit like that. Because it's like, I want to watch the commercials. I want to watch halftime. I want to watch the game. See, I did during the commercials. commercials. People got pissed when I was doing it. I was like, fuck you. The commercials weren't that good this year. I I really didn't watch any of them. They weren't that good. We were talking during them and stuff like that, so. They don't, they don't hit like they used to. No, they, really they don't. don't. Yeah. They used to be so good. But, you know, gay people. But gay people. Yeah, yeah gay people. But gay people. <laughs> so, yeah. She's allowed to say it. She's gay, guys. We're moving from L.A. to San Fran. All right? Let's but go. apparently she won't be able to say it if she goes to school in Florida. Yeah, yeah. Which is our next topic that we have. Uh, if you want to kind of introduce this one a little bit, you can. So, it... it I watched a few videos on it with, um, like, newscasting and whatever, and then the article that I sent the boys. Um, but it's called the Don't Don't Say Gay Bill, and that's not the actual name of it. It's just that's what critics are naming it. Because in Florida, Sounds they like are proposing... Yeah, basically, they're proposing a bill to, basically, in K-12, through where you can't talk about LGBTQ+, um, anything or like gender roles or anything like that. And so 
they're going to abolish all that where you can't say anything about it. And I told the boys before we started this that I have a different take on it than I think they thought I would. Um, but the take that I take from it is I understand that they don't want teachers and like, you know, people just in the school promoting being like, hey, you know, you know, promoting gayness. Yeah, not not really. Because one of the viewpoints that I kind of had with it was I think that it's not necessarily as geared towards uh, the gay community as more as it is towards the trans community. I think when it comes down to the whole thing where you're trying to teach early schools and stuff and we're teaching like evolution and biology and stuff like that. It's one of those things where if you have one thing that is, like, biologically correct, yeah. I'll air quote that, but even though it, it is correct, fucking, <laughs> there is a male and there is a woman. Fucking, you're born with a fucking penis, you have, you are a male, you're born with a vagina, you have a, you are a female. Yep. And then when we have these, like, 69 other different uh, uh, pronouns or whatever, it starts to get a bit confusing, yes. especially when you're at a del- <laughs> developmental, it's nice if you stick that one in there. Sorry, but, I had to. That developmental fucking uh, uh, stage where you're learning all these things and you're learning about the anatomy and biology of humans, it, it can get a little bit confusing. Yeah. So well, I can see why that would be something that they would do. However, in my opinion, I think that it's wrong. Uh, I think that it is something that we do need to teach. Um, but you can continue I, a little bit. With- I mean, the thing that DeSantos is saying is that he's found that um, teachers have been saying, you know, you don't have to check if you're a male or a female in like a test box. You know how you have to te- when you test, you have yeah. to check which one you are. And uh, they're like promoting that even if they are like they're just saying it as like a blanket. Mm-hmm. for the whole class mm-hmm. and being being gay i'm not trans but being gay if my teacher would have said like you when you're young and de- developing you don't know really what you are like i showed that i was gay when i was young mm-hmm. but i had no clue that that's what it was and then you kind of just grow into it you're just like oh okay i understand what it is and there are young minds that can be um, persuaded to think certain things, and mm-hmm. especially if it's coming from a teacher, because you hang out with, I mean, you hang out with your teachers more than you hang out with your parents when you're that age. Yeah. So if a teacher is promoting and being like, you know, just saying a bunch of things about gay people or trans people, I don't think that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yes, you should say that this is a safe space and you should say this, but... The thing that I in, uh, that I don't agree with in that bill is that I was watching this video and it was saying like, well, what if a kid has two dads or two moms? Mm-hmm. So where do you draw the line between going in and being like, hey, you know, what are who who are your parents, whatever, and you say, well, I have two moms. Mm-hmm. If that bill goes into act, you won't be able to say that anymore in Florida. And you that won't be sucks. able to tell people that you have two because, moms because you're because you're See, talking that's, about gay that's culture. where the part where the fucking literal side of it get get skewed there because now we're not allowed to do say what actually is happening. Yeah, but they don't have that in the bill. They don't have any like line like hard line to draw it at. They're the they're just saying just you're coming. not allowed to say anything about LGBTQ plus. I thought um, that was that was far as teachers teaching that in public schools. No, so if a teacher if a teacher hears that something like that they're they in the bill they're supposed to say something about it and be like, "Hey, you can't say that." Yeah. So even if kids are talking about it in school, mm-hmm. like to other students or to their teacher, 
that's where you're not allowed doing that if this bill passes. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I kind of see your point where uh, where you're coming from and where they're coming from, where it's trying not to like persuade people yeah. to be gay and make their own decisions. But at the same time, if you do not teach the fact that there are gay people, there are trans people, there are yeah. what whatever you want to fucking put in there, then you're not giving them the proper education to really make the decision for themselves. Well, so I didn't... So I... I I didn't, I read, I read books about straight people my whole life. Never read books about gay people. Never fucking, you know, watch movies about gay people. They're all straight people. But I'm still gay. They yeah. Never you know, I, yeah, we yeah, no, yeah. I'm still yeah, gay. It was demonized it when we were kids. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't that, you know, I needed to learn about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I, I like girls. Like, it, it, it wasn't like I needed yeah. to be taught that. Yeah, but when we were kids, it wasn't as easy to come out as it would be no. today. Oh, no. And I, and no, I think that's part of, the, the part of the thing that we're, we're starting to see because we have reached a, a world where, like, gay culture has, like, successfully been uh, popularized. Like, yeah, no one but, no one of our age uh, of our ages or even a little bit of, uh, above us is going to judge anyone for being gay for, for the most no, part. No, but you, you said a word. It's been popularized. It has been popularized. So that's a bad thing. And that's... That's, that's what I'm saying is now it's kind of that's what the point that I was trying to get now I think that they're trying to see they're starting to see things and they're like well now a lot of people are coming out as gay that might not actually be gay yeah. and it's starting to skew things to, to yeah. one way yeah we need, that's a, what I'm we saying. need some don't, way to make babies yeah don't don't skew it because well because like they think it's a cool thing now like well, if I could if I could be straight mm-hmm. I would love to be straight Exactly, uh, and I can't be. I tell people all the time, I'd love to be gay. <laughs> Fucking women are so, so women are so difficult to deal with, man. I wish I could just deal with dudes all the time. Yeah. I mean, if but you're not. at that point in your life and you're questioning it, fuck around and find out. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sexuality is. You want to find out, Bailey? You want to find out, Bailey? I've out? already tried. Right now, I've your house are rules episode thirty three. Sexuality is fluid. You know, yeah. you, at some point in life, you know, most people yeah. are gonna wonder. Yes. And if you don't, you're probably lying, or you just haven't yet. Yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. You know, people have and flow. You, come on. Yeah, well, I, 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 I'm not necessarily sure that people necessarily know. Like you, like you said, I think, I think it is a spectrum, and like, like kind of like autism is too. Autism's on a spectrum. We're all slightly autistic. Everyone has their cues, but there's no reason that you can move down or up on the spectrum depending on your your life experiences and stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe you're just like a hardcore dude who fucking is completely against gay, gays and gay rights and everything like that, and then one time you get fucked in the ass, and you're like, you know what, I kind of like that. <laughs> no homo. Homo intended. Homo intended. Well, I mean, like, I don't know. I, Like I said, I was never taught to be gay, and I don't, I don't personally like that it's now a cool thing to be gay, because I went through a lot of shit when I was younger, where I'm like, mm-hmm. you know... Why would you want to be like this? Like it's it's not fun. Like yeah, I mean it is now. That because again, no no one really cares in our generation. Like you guys said, I think it, I straight. think a lot of it depends on where you're at too. We should preface it with that because if you're in like fucking yeah. country Alabama and stuff like that, it's not going to be. Or if you were raised yeah. in like a hardcore Christian family, yeah. Catholic, well, whatever. I mean, also like the another side of it is they they were talking about like. Well, you're gonna teach female female rights in school, but you can't teach gay rights in school. Mm-hmm. So people were pissed about why can you teach women's rights when it's basically the same thing, just in a different way. 
Like, they were like, well... well I think it's women's right to be gay and choose if they want to be gay or not. But I wouldn't call women's right and, rights and gay rights. Necessarily. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. But it, like I said, it's a, it's a different thing. But it's still the same, like, type of topic. Like, where they're going to teach the whole female or the women's rights movement and everything and how it was such a good thing. But then they're not going to be allowed to teach another you know, movement that was also a very good thing. Yeah. So that's one that's one take that people are pissed off about in Florida, where they're like, "Well, if you if you cut off one thing, where's the end? Why? Yeah, you, are you going to cut yeah. this thing off?" Well, he, here's the good thing about it too. It is in Florida, which if you know a lot about Florida, um, it's a retirement state, and there are a lot of old boomers who are lean more to the right and are against stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So at least it's centralized in the place where like it would start first. And hopefully people don't start panning out on it, depending on your opinion on it. Mine is that it doesn't pan out and that eventually it just gets squashed and then we'll be able to continue. I think that there's a lot of things that are going on with the evolution of society and stuff like that, where the boomers are really controlling what's going on and the other people just kind of have to deal with it until they die off. And I think we're starting to get uh, close to that point in time. But as of right now, we just got to kind of deal with the bullshit until it ends. No. I don't think that it's something that will be instilled for very long. Um, we'll find out. We'll see how it works. I mean, if they, they did pass the bill, correct? No, no, the bill has is, is not been passed yet. Oh, okay. It, no, yeah, so it's it, it has like a 60-day period where a bill has to pass <laughs> um, or something like that to where it can be voted on or whatever, mm -hmm. um, and it's getting very close to that, okay. to where they're going to be able yeah. to. But the, the governor came out and said, not directly, but the way he was talking about it, that he's for it. Okay. And so if the governor of your whole state is for it, it well it, that, that doesn't skew, that, that doesn't really i don't that'll skew because i don't really know how that all in. works i don't know what type of bill it is if, it, if it's being voted on by the senate but the one main guy who is like the governor of it doesn't really have the say in what's going to go on well i'm talking about him right. saying it publicly yeah and how he well, talks about it it's going to skew other is, people's perceptions on it now it's reached mainstream news and now that other people are talking about it people who are probably against it are going to start hearing about it and so we'll, we'll see clashing opinions I guess all we can really do is wait and see where it pans out. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, that's all we can do really do is, for that. It is a very big thing that will I I I wouldn't say I'm necessarily for it or against it, but it it will be a step backwards. Yeah. In I, the in the gay community, it will be yeah. a step backwards. I've been I, trying to rationalize like why this bill would even come apart, especially in the schooling system and public schools and whatnot. Honestly, I I don't. I see that public schools are really trying to be more politically correct and progressiveness through that nature, but at the same time, you know, something like that, I guess, could still be seen as controversial, yeah. especially to yeah. the community well, in Florida. Well, with well there's, there's also my whole, bigger things. My whole thing that, with you know, my whole thing with that word progressive is that if we're going to be progressive, let's be progressive. Being progressive is not fucking the left side of things. Mm -hmm. or, or the right side of things. It's not going about one. If fucking we are truly going to be progressive, we should teach people what fucking shit is really going to be. We should teach fucking taxes, how to fucking set yeah. up an income, how to fucking pay our bills, fucking and shit like that in, in fucking schools and stuff. It, it, it's just one of those things where like when you talk about progressive, it's like my thought is progressive, so we're going to go with that idea as what is progressive. Where in reality, progressive is teaching what has happened in the past, seeing what fucking has worked and what didn't work, and then combining it into our new culture and being able to do something. Is this something that might be taking cues from the past and, and uh, 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 forming that into something to create this bill? 
sure it might but the only way to really find out is to let it happen and see what see what goes from there yeah All i right. i don't i don't i don't know if it'll happen i don't I think mean, it will that that is that is just a huge thing to i mean gay pass. gay gay marriage is now legal in all 50 states well, it's well, federally legal yeah, like well, i don't mm-hmm. see them being like hey you can get married in florida but you can't well, talk about I mean, it. You can't talk about it. Yeah. But but would it would they have passed? You can't tell the, your kids about it. Would they have passed hey, it if it wasn't federal? We're straight. Two girls raising this kid. Like we're straight. What? You see how that can like twist and deform a kid's fucking psyche and shit like that. Yeah. That's why I'm against it. I don't know if you want to take a stance on it, but I'm against the bill. I think that it's it's dumb. I, I don't think we have a need for that. Let's be progressive and fucking teach people what life is really like. This isn't the Middle Ages anymore. We don't have to burn people at the stake for being rich for being fucking gay. We understand that yeah. some people I'm a witch. some people do have the, a, a, a a a preference of what sexuality they are. I'd be against it just because you're basically just restricting knowledge and information from yeah. people. And, you know, that's They'd never a good thing. Like yeah, I, I agree with you. Yeah, you know, trying to you. rationalize it. You know, it's also like what you said earlier about like the biological correct answer. If, you know, you take young kids and throw, you know, the sexuality and transgenderism in the mix, that could... I could see it misconstruing things in biology. Well, Kids see, aren't necessarily aware of everything that's going on, but at the same time, you know, yeah. let I, them find that's, out. That's why I come back to the transgender thing and why I think it's more George to transgender out, and not. stuff like that because there's there's just a lot of stuff that, like, there there's you, you see these, like, reality TV shows where people are raising their, their son as, as a female or whatever, and it's like, oh, he has a choice, but clearly they want him to be wearing dresses and, and acting like a woman so that he can be that progressive transgender transgender kid. And it's just not right. The kid is the kid has a chemical makeup in his head that fucking forms who he is. Let yeah. him be who he is. Be a parent yeah. that lets him explore things. Well, I'm just going to say, like, if thing. I have a kid, he's five years old, and he wants to dress up in... You know, dress and sure. fucking high heels. Go ahead. Go do it, man. Go Whatever do, makes exactly. you do you, boo boo. Do I'm you. Saying. I don't care, but that's the thing. There, there's people who want something to be something so bad that they push it on their kids. That's the problem with parenting in a lot of people. I, well, yeah, I he, want my kid to do what he wants. If he wants to wear a dress, cool. If he wants to play basketball, cool. If he I'm wants not going to force it cool. on him, I'm not going to force him. Yeah. I'm going to let my kid do what he wants to do within reason and fucking expand on it and, and, and figure it the fuck out. You could plant a seed but and if he's spitball ideas, but yeah, yeah, let him decide. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, let her decide. I mean, well, he's a kid. He's very influential growing up, so you're honest, uh, You're obviously going to influence him yeah. in, in certain ways, but, you if, know. If my kid comes up to me and it's, they're, you know, they're like fucking eight years old or fucking even like 15 years old and they're like, hey, I want to start taking tea. I'm not going to let them start taking tea. Because what testosterone? if yeah testo- okay. yeah sorry testosterone because you if you start that. taking testosterone I, I, at a no young I knew what she was talking about but I was like you might want to specify sorry sorry yeah, no. if if you start <laughs> taking testosterone at a young age and then you wind up being like because again your your kids brains are not it's, developed no, fully. no that is one thing i'm completely against yeah. if you're going to put chemical oh, i'm a, with that like, against everything fucking whether it's adderall xanax fucking yeah, Paxil, exactly. testosterone we do not need to be putting ke- chemicals in our fucking kids no we yeah don't. but like oh, but yeah. if, if they if they are like that i'm gonna i'm gonna say no and if they end up when they are old enough to be able to make their if own If you can die for your shit. country, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yes, exactly. For sure. Uh, then, cool. I'll, I'll support them in whatever they do, but I'm not going to be the one to be like, okay, yeah, let's start taking this testosterone, and then when you turn fucking 15, you're like, hey, 
maybe I don't want to be a man. Well, you're shit out of luck, man. You're gonna be you're gonna be messed up. Mm-hmm. It's 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 not healthy to be doing that and then go off of it. Right, right. And uh, th- there there are parents that are doing that, and I'm like, you. I understand. Possible? Is that reversible? What? What? Just taking test You pro- just stop. No, 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 the procedure. Oh, I don't know if yes, the procedure is reversible. It is reversible. Well, so most people, most transgender guys don't um apparently the, don't the surgery is really not surgery. nearly as complicated as it, as you think and people think that like if you have a uh, fucking sex change from a female to a man that like you'd have like a mangled dick or whatever apparently they've gotten to a point where like it's it's pretty 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 good sure pretty good yeah <laughs> i mean if, if you if shoot you talk, semen and fucking yeah no, have babies but right. i mean and when you t- start taking testosterone you you start to develop a something that oh, could yeah. be called a penis but well, like if you chop if the, you if you chop your chop your titties off, uh, you just have to get them put back on. Isn't it that your clitoris just starts elongating at that point? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like it's like key stick. Yeah, yep. yeah. Micro penis, extended yeah. clitoris. If yeah. this is your first time watching your house our rules, get used to it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was probably a, a pretty controversial fucking thing to have. There's gonna be a lot of new people watching this episode or whatever. You know what? You're right. When your dad watched the last episode, calling you Republican, you do have that fucking re- Republican. <laughs> <type> <laughs> on I I mean that's how I was raised, and I I it's I, a weird little dynamic we got really yeah, going on right I'm now. A lesbian. Two straight males being like, you know what? I'm against that, and the lesbian be like, ah. Fuck it, let it happen. <laughs> well, no, I'm not, I never said let it happen. I never said I know, let it happen. I know, I'm misquoting. Yeah. I am misquoting. I'm just joking. I, I just, I don't know. But let, let's move on from that. There's a couple other controversial things that happened in the uh, in the news recently. Um, we were going to cover this last weekend, but uh, Valentine's Day got in the way of it a little bit with uh, Bailey. Sorry, and, um, I had to take care the, of my the girlfriend. Bangle, the Bengals also played on uh, Sunday, and like it was just a whole whole fucking thing. So now that that's over with, we're we're trucking forward, but. Last week, they had released a bill uh, that was going to provide uh, like a $30 million um, uh, revenue into supplying crack pipes to addicts and giving them safe spaces and stuff like that. And it kind of popped up in the media a little bit. Um, Now I am being told that they ended up not passing that bill and that it will not come to fruition. Um, I didn't read much out about that, but I did read up on the one that was uh, before. Um, a lot of people were kind of freaking out about this, but at the same time, this is not the first time that they have had like safe houses to do drugs. Well, well, I, I don't think it. Especially I don't know if countries. it didn't pass. I think I think they re- revised they re- it. Yeah, because because he Biden came out and said that he wasn't going to give crack pipes to crack crack addicts, crackheads. Yeah. My thing is, why crack? I think that was what I thought. Yeah, yeah. Like with crack, the heroin crack. epidemic going on, and why that, aren't we? Why aren't we doing like clean needles for yeah, people? Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, that's what Canada which that's doing. which that's what they that's what they do in some other countries, and I think they've done it in New York too, yeah, Vancouver, Canada, especially. And apparently, it's been working out up there. Or yeah. or or like they're they're starting to do um, where they have boxes with uh, Narcan in them. Where you yeah. can go and get Narcan. And well, I know in, in certain places, especially Cincinnati, fucking all officers are are equipped with Narcan. Oh, yeah. Fucking ready to go. I wouldn't know if they know really how to use them. I think it's any coming first from my side, You but stick yeah. it in their leg and fucking shoot them. No. That's I think that's every no, first responder, though, not just the police. The police have them, but they don't use them. Or no, it's, a no, it's, it's, it's nostrils. Yeah. yeah, but the police have them. And mm, I I've, I've was a firefighter at EMT for mm-hmm. six years. And most of the cops don't use them. But that's mostly because we're right behind them with coming to use it. It's usually not that. It sounds morbid, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Like, 
If they're gonna come back, they're gonna come back. If they're not, well, they're Narcan, not. Narcan does fucking hit them with that adrenaline or whatever the fuck it is. They fucking instantly kind of snaps it out of them. So you know, once you're coming with it, and they're, if they have overdosed, boom. Yeah. It doesn't always work like that. But you know, we're not talking about Narcan though. We're talking <laughs> we're talking about the crack pipes and the crack and the pipes. whole the whole theory behind it and stuff like that. Um, crack is whack. It, it's one of those crack things. I was talking to Sam a little bit about this before. Um, I do see the value in having uh like substances like this um legalized yeah um i am a strong believer that if you were to legalize all drugs and you know as long as they're not caught with more than a one week supply of it then then they wouldn't get in any trouble or whatever i'm a strong proponent of that because we have seen that in other countries that do work uh oregon has recently done it in the united states um, Denver's starting to get there. I know Amsterdam has done that. You said uh, Canada's kind of doing the thing a little bit. Yeah, they've been doing they've, it. They've show, Amsterdam's been doing it, too, and they have have shown, like, um, mass decreases in violent crimes, mass decreases in overdoses, uh, mass decreases in, in, like, the diseases and shit. Yeah, and yeah. decreases in the amount of drugs, of hard drugs used once it is actually, actually legalized as well. It's the same deal with prohibition, yeah. you know? Now, like, here's, yeah. the, here's the difference between that. I don't, I, I agree with that. I think people should be able to make their own decisions. I think most people can fucking do drugs and fucking as long as they are fucking regulated, won't have any issues with them. Fuck but the issue, the issue comes when the government is supplying people who are already addicts, who are already on the streets, who cannot be trusted with this thing that I do not agree with. I do not think that we need to be supplying people with clean needles. I don't think we need to be supplying people with fucking crack pipes. If you want to smoke crack, Cool. Go buy a crack pipe. Go buy some crack. If you want to shoot up heroin, go buy some needles. Go buy some fucking dope. As if the CIA wasn't already yeah. supplying crack to the I, and I'll, since I'll the say it. I'll say it right yeah. now. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You, you brought you, you brought that shit up too before. Up. Yeah. No, well, that's what he brought up before, and I was like, you got a good point because he was yeah. talking about how this whole crack pipe thing. He was like, he's like, it might just be a way of just supplying people with more fucking drug for the drug war and stuff. It could. And that's exactly what it kind of looks like on a, on a sense, in a sense. I mean, shit, man. Biden passed the crime bill in the nineties. Because well, come on, now. yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you think he's, okay? He's playing both fronts now, like, and okay. that and that's where it becomes an issue because if you're supplying it to people and it's not legal, what what fucking point are we trying to prove to people here now? Yeah. Like it, it's okay to do drugs and it's okay to do this thing. Just we're not going to regulate no, it. Only if you do it out of the federal crack pipe. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got we got to fuel fucking those. We got to fuel those fucking underclass fucking communities full of drugs so we can keep the fucking prison systems full and make our fucking money. Yeah. Well, the, so my dad brought up a point about this keep the poor on poor. how how this is going to make me sound very Republican, but <laughs> on how on how the Democrats started the hoods, the Democrats started making these uh houses where well they're uh, that's very untrue i don't know we have had it's fucking under we have theory. had upper class and fucking and fucking lower class for thousands of years Bailey. the democratic that. party was not invented fucking anywhere close to I'm the not, time that we've had i know I'm what you're getting slums. i know I'm what you're getting that. at and it's honestly it's more of a, it's a red light thing it's the red lighting is basically a system, more of a systemic thing and it's you know they're sectioning off areas of a city and it's kind of honestly it's kind of orchestrated by the banks you know certain parts of the city it's harder to take out loans you know to get a good house or you know to for whatever you need and it's it's been a problem for generations and it's it's a it's a way of keeping the poor poor 
well, yeah, that's, but we've been that's doing that for do. thousands of generations. For so sure. how is it the Democrats that did that? They passed some bill. You, it you doesn't it matter. Up. We've been having these things for years. It's just like racism. People tell, talking about, oh, I think eventually if we just let racism go, that it fucking eventually it'll fix itself. No, no, it's been happening for fucking thousands and thousands of years. Just like rich people will always find a way to keep poor people poor for thousands of years. And then we did find a way to introduce the bourgeoisie and the middle class back in France and the fucking, what was it, like 1500s or some shit like that? I wouldn't quote me on that. But that's the kind of thing that broke it up into these divisions or whatever. But there still is. The middle class kind of interacts on their own. The fucking upper class still feeds off those two functioning things. And a lot of the shit that happens just gets, makes poor people continue to get poorer and poorer. And they continue to grow and grow and grow. It's like, how can, you know, two kids go to the same school, but they come from such drastic backgrounds? And, you know, you got Timmy here. He's came from a good life, good family, and he's has access to all these opportunities, you know, after school curriculum, sports, whatever. You're talking about be. private schools, bro. No, that, I'm talking about public yeah, schools. Uh, public well, you're schools talking about your thing. types of public schools. A lot of people, when you, you got to be careful when you say that, because when people think the public school think of the system, they think fucking like Cincinnati Public. There ain't rich kids or middle class kids in fucking some of those slum fucking public I speak, schools. I speak generally when I talk about this. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. may not happen in your part, but it is a thing. It does happen. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, continue. Continue. Well, I kind of lost track. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, bro. ADHD, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm really good for that. But you were talking about how the public school system has, um, has different classes. Like, how, how do they go to the same school, same year? But yet they uh, both come from different backgrounds. Yeah, no, it's, they live in the same city. It's just, you know, some parts where I came up, uh, just some parts are a lot nicer than others. And some parts are just ran down. I, I mean, I grew up in Colerain. There's some certain areas around that are a lot nicer, more, I guess. Uh, and then there's other parts like, you know, sort of kind of t- more towards the west side. Just it's older. It's a very older city. Yeah. And I know a lot about Colerain. Fucking there's old Colerain and fucking new Colerain. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. One, one's a little bit more structured than the other one is. But Colerain's actually the biggest township population wise, I think. I mean, uh, even in Mason, though, because it's maybe a better example. You got a lot of rich parts in Mason. They're more downtown Mason and some areas around it. Mason bougie Not so fuck, much. Well, same, same, same thing, same thing with Franklin. But I know a lot of people. People in Mason who struggled could not afford. I do. I do too. To live in yeah, Mason, I do but too. Did. But I, I, the, comparing Colerain and Mason is a little bit different because there's not motherfuckers struggling for fucking meals necessarily in Mason. Uh, but I, I, I did kind of branch off there because yeah. I was supposed to be talking about red lighting. I, Mason is not a red lighted district. Yeah. But whatever, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It is one of those things. We kind of just derailed a little bit on there and got into some uh, other things. Crack but, is whack, y'all. But yeah, the, the whole whack. the whole idea. I just kind of want to get your guys' viewpoint on the whole thing. I kind of gave mine that I, I'm a, I'm with fucking legalizing drugs, letting people fucking have it, maintaining it, fucking regulating it. I think that that's an okay thing. But when we're just condoning fucking heavy drug use from heavy drug users, I think that that creates more of an issue than, than yeah. we already have. Well, so. the. I, I I think the same thing with you is fuck around and find out if if ever if everything's legal, you know if you are gonna abuse the drug you're gonna abuse the drug and you know it Shit, is what it's it worked is for other countries like the Dominican Republic and other places like that crime rates go down it's it's just like prohibition man like people are gonna find a way to get it. Yeah, yeah, and that and that kind of to your point it it kind of is one of those things where. 
when they see it, it's like, well, what is the thing that makes people do drugs? It's not the fucking feeling that you get when you do drugs. It's the crime. People just want to fucking commit crimes. <laughs> the secret ingredient is crime. Yeah. Yeah. And fucking, they've actually seen a little bit of that with like weed culture and shit like that. When they when they introduce fucking weed and they make it uh, recreational or whatever in states, they kind of see a slight decline in the amount of people yeah, that starts. Yeah, that, that happened in Denver. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's one of those things. I, I don't. I'm, I'm glad that Biden came out and said that he's not gonna give yeah. crap. I thought. I thought the headline. I thought was fake. I was like, what? You did send it to me, I and like, I was like, that's fake. I looked at it at first, and I was like, I was like, huh? And I, then I thought about it for a second, I'm like, okay, I see where they're probably going with this. And I read it, and I was like, yeah, that's where they were. Yeah, I, I called my dad, and he goes, no, that's real. I was like, yeah. oh, gosh, <laughs> okay. All right. yeah, for sure. But speaking of lighting up, uh, fucking fusion reactors are becoming a very legitimate thing that is uh, going to provide clean, air quote, energy to a lot of the world. Um, I've been looking into a lot of the stuff that has come up with these fusion reactors. There's a little bit of a, like a, a, a arms race that's going on with like the UK, Russia, China, the United States, and uh, even South Korea is in there a little bit. But basically, what they're doing is they've got these giant donut flavor or donut flavor. donut flavor donut flavor donut flavor yeah. donut tastes like donuts. Donut y'all. flavored kind of nuclear donut energy. It's this it's this donut shaped like reactor it's that that heats up to I think it was 10 million degrees. I can't remember how, how it, it heats. It's, it does the same thing as when stars are made. It's, it's it, it does the fusion. same. Yeah, it, it's what it, makes fusion. It's, it's what it's happens what at the stars and the sun. So it's what happens at the stars' core and stuff yeah. like yeah. that. It's essentially yeah. fucking superheating hydrogen until they fucking. Uh, I believe Bond. You said that the difference between fission and fusion was fission splits atoms. Yep. And yeah. fucking other one uh, fuses, fuses atoms. Yeah. So. Yeah. So what they're doing essentially is, I don't know how they necessarily get it to do that, but in the sun there is fission and there is fusion. The fission is the reactive explosions and the fusions are the ones that are fucking binding it together to create these fucking super dense fucking uh, plasma, which I didn't realize this until recently, but when I was a kid we were taught that there's three types of matter, fucking water or liquid, solid, and uh, gas. Now actually, the because uh, stars are made out of plasma, there's four different types of matter. So oh, yeah, essentially what we're doing is creating the plasma that happens at like the cores of the of stars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where I saw a statistic that a cup of this fucking plasma can um, power a regular house for 800 years, which is the cup of it. Which is yeah. crazy. But, but they're, they're only, it, uh, the, I watched something that said, said that they were only being able to make that reaction happen for five minutes, but that's a record China, of what they're doing. China a couple weeks ago set the new record, which was just over 17 minutes, 17 where they minutes. were creating okay. fusion for 17 minutes. And it, it, it's one of those things for years, though. Yeah, 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 yeah been, it is, it's and it's becoming. It's become seventeen minutes is a lot, man. Yeah. Fucking, and that's a fucking. We've advanced very fucking yeah. fast with all that. So it's one of those things where it's super, super exciting the technology that we have and that we are witnessing in front of us. But it's also scary because you know Russia and China and the United States, who are that kind of like triangle that's always competing for for fucking status essentially um what happens if one of the other one gets uh, a fusion reactor that is able to operate on like a a, a functional level mm-hmm. like 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 able to fucking actually power their fucking cities and shit like that once you do that it's a game changer you you now game have changer. this fucking clean i put air quotes again around it because there was a little section at the bottom that said that it might not necessarily be clean well there's a difference but, in that. but it's well, it's different than the fission yeah. before before we do that before we do that <laughs> so um 
God damn it. So it's one of those things where if you have that amount of power, you are going to have such an advantage when it comes to the the power scale yeah, of things. Yeah, sure. And eventually all the money you'd save for the economy in your country <laughs> as far as that, you know, instead of going through all that electricity mm-hmm. and burning fossil fuels and shit. Yep. But the waste involved is another thing to think about. They've been doing this for a long time, but I think they started with fission first. Yeah. The problem with fission is that it creates a lot of radioactive waste. Well, and that's a big thing because you can't you can't naturally dispose of radioactive waste. You can only contain it. And yeah. Well, and then here, and then like what happened with uh, uh, what was it, North Korea or or South Korea, where the or maybe Japan. You're talking where, about Fukushima. Yeah, yeah. yeah where, where, that, was a, where, that was a nuclear reactor. Where, yeah. yeah, but that's the same thing. They were, doing, they were doing fission. That is, not, that is not fission. Nuclear reactions and fission. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not the point, though. Yeah. So it's just what happened when all that, I guess, was... Well, it's releasing radiation. The point yeah. I'm trying to make, if you read into the, audio, uh, the fucking thing, the sun that we have, whether it's doing fusion or fission, is a radioactive thing. It is releasing radiation into our solar system. All stuns, stars are doing oh, yeah. it. And it's... It's kind of like if you look at it and you see what's going on, no one ever thought that cigarettes were bad for us when we first started smoking cigarettes. No one ever thought that fucking the the carbon monoxide from cars are going to be poking holes in the ozone layer or something like that. So what I believe was happening was when they do this, it ends up releasing a lot of helium. Anything that fucking happens, fucking anything you get too much of can be a problem. Water, everything in this world needs water to live. However, if you take too much of it, you'll drown and die Mm -hmm. so and when we're talking about scales of these government levels these fucking high profile excuse me high profile power systems and stuff that are are going on they're probably not telling us exactly what is going to happen that's bad to us they're just showing us the good hey guys we're going to get all this unlimited power it's 10 times more powerful than fucking what it takes to actually put into it but at the same time what are they fucking putting into us? Well, just they, like five they did that with cigarettes. Like that. They did that with cigarettes. Exactly. Yeah. And C- now look cigarettes. at what's happening, though. There's a bunch yeah. of people with a fucking Surgeon General. Yep. It says that these are bad for you, and it says that they cause lung cancer. I still do it. Yeah. Well, no one it, cares. It, yeah, you don't give a fuck. It, it, that's doing shit to your body, happens. really. Like, you're just like, yeah, fuck it. That's part of addiction. That's, that's, that's a little yeah, bit different. That, but we can take cars as an example. Cars has become such a necessity to us now that we do not have a problem with just poking holes in our ozone layer, fucking driving our cars around every day. Yeah. Or, or like your phone. What do you think your phone's doing to you when you put it up to your head? Yeah. Probably there's not been good studies things. about that. And now we're releasing five Gs, and there's a lot of a lot of people out there saying the waves are fucking with us and stuff like that. The fact is, until we actually come out and do study this and have like a lot of testing that we have done with it, we won't know what it really does. So to call it clean energy, and that's the big headline that I've seen on all of them. We're really yeah. close to clean energy. We're really close to clean energy. Well, see, that's we do not know enough about fucking the core bit of fucking actual fusion and fission to even fucking begin to say what it can have. The thing with fusion is, though, is that the fusion, nuclear fusion, is supposed to be a lot cleaner than fission. It produces a lot less waste. Sure. So I think that's what they're moving towards. But just because it's not shooting out radiation like we know doesn't mean it's not shooting out something else that is fucking exponentially worse. Yeah, it it could be. Sure. But, I mean... No, I mean... No, I get you. I get you. But, I mean... (laughs) But, I mean... A lot of energy. And don't get get me wrong... Because I, I started off the thing with saying, like, it's a scary, it's kind of one of those bitter things, th- sweet things. It is scary, but it is also fucking super cool. 
it's not something that I think that we should stop on. I think that we should definitely no, continue no. to do so because all the great advancements that we've had in this world are something that we had to take a risk on. Well, so. I, I saw something that said that if we, like, this is all from scientists and stuff, but it said that if we don't find a different way of producing energy from, like, fossil fuels and such and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that by 2050, it's go- we're going to be fucked. I've seen 20, a lot of those. We're gonna I've be seen fucked. a lot of those statistics. I, I just don't know. But but the, the, we're we're also like, it's not as like in the in the grand scheme of thing, it's close. But it's not that close to actually being able to like seventeen minutes. Yeah, it's not that close. But in the well, grand that, scheme of science, that, it is very is way closer than we were. That seventeen minutes that we were able to do fusion, they had a statistic on there that it would be able to heat up or would be able to power like. 800,000 houses for like a couple months or a couple years or something with that, with just that 17 minutes. Yeah, but... So, it's very, very expensive, too, the, the shit that they're doing. Now, as it as it goes, it'll become more in, uh, inexpensive, but it's one of the things that we just need to keep testing and pan out on. Think about how loud that son of a bitch is when it's running, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's literally, it's literally combining no two atoms. I don't know enough about the science it, and shit like that. It's literally combining. Like, that's crazy, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that we have figured out how to combine atoms like yeah. that. That's dope. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've figured out how to do fucking uh, fission and stuff like that before because that's what the atom bombs did in the 1940s. So. Well, well fission, fission. We have an understanding about it, but the thing about physics and science is there's so much more. So much more. Well, yeah. We I mean, hell, we don't we don't know hardly mind. anything about the human brain, and no, and and we we are we're humans. We have a brain inside of us. Yeah. yeah. Science in general, there's so much that you can explore on. There's a lot. That's why we should all just turn to God, and start praying, y'all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get on that one. <laughs> anyway, I would end it right there, but at the same time, I do want to get into our last segment, which is the what we've been sipping on, which is something that I've kind of made a staple thing of the Your Podcast, which is just whatever media consumptions that you've been having uh, over the past week or whatever since the last time we've been doing it. Uh, what are we doing? Oh, he's ready. He's ready. He's, he's Demon Slayer. Bro, it's Demon Slayer. It's Demon Slayer. Yeah, we just finished <laughs> off the season last weekend. And holy fucking shit. That's crazy. It, pop, it popped off. That's you, crazy. If, if you watch any type of anime or whatever, uh, De- Demon Slayer is definitely doing its de- doing the damn thing when it comes to like animation. It's one of the more beautiful anima- animations. I would say maybe the best animation when it comes to like I the shonen style and thing. The, the, the only problem that I have with that is I think that the story structure does end up suffering because of it. The, there is not much of a story behind Demon Demon Slayer. It moves pretty quickly. It kind of is well, just like, let's story. go here, it's let's just, fight them. <laughs> we've talked about it. It's, there's, yeah. there's not so much character development. Yeah. And they don't go too much into the backstory. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, I can get behind that. Like, yeah. Dragon Ball Z wasn't really fucking strong on character development. It, 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 maybe. That's more of a nostalgic thing. I wish I could have watched that as an adult <laughs> and, and been it's like... hard to. I have, but it was the whole nostalgia thing that just brings me back. Like, yeah. I'm still crying at the end when they're like, <laughs> everyone's got a savior and fucking they have Goku. Just like, hey. I can I can get behind the, the <laughs> yeah. lack of character development for the most part. It kind of, you know, for the most part, you can kind of fill in the blanks. Here. But it's also, I like it because I don't have to sit through a shit ton of filler. You know yeah. what I mean? That's my Well, we've view. moved away from to the point. We've moved away from that from the large fucking like shonen jump animes that are being recreated for the most part. I think Black Clover is the only one that still does that. that I think that, my hero still does it too, Loki. I my hero may I, I, I don't wrong, know, I haven't I read it, but from what I understand, my hero pretty much sticks to the manga uh pretty well. 
Yeah, Demon Slayer is 100% true to the manga as well. Yeah, well, yeah, but they take some time. But here's the, here's the point that I was trying to make about that. It is like, how many episodes did we even get for the Red Light District arc? Ten. Ten? Yeah. Ten episodes, and it's been how long since the last season? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, so the first season came out, it was like 2019, and yeah, I mean, it's I been a while like... to get 10 more episodes, and there's really not much story structure. There's really not much character development. The animation's awesome. Man. That's I can get why, behind yeah, that. Honestly, that's don't... why I read, ended up reading yeah, the manga. Yeah, don't... I, couldn't, I couldn't wait for it. Yeah, exactly. But... It, that doesn't do anything. Watching manga on panels or whatever, it really, it just, it's not there you don't for get, me. You don't get the full effect, no. especially when it comes to the fight scenes. You yeah. can't exactly see what everything's yeah. going on. Yeah. And like, that's what got me into the whole... You table killed it when it comes to the reinterpretation of Ufotable. it. You I say, I guess that that's what it's called. I think I, it's Ufotable. I say yes, Ufotable. They, they've, been, they've, been, <laughs> they've, been, they've been doing shit like the, the Stay series for a while. When it comes down to like action, fucking fight choreography and stuff like that, yeah. they are top tier. When it comes to choreography, I would say that the creators of Naruto are probably the best. But when it comes to the actual animation of things, yes, Ufotable is probably top tier. When it I, 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 th- I looked it up. I think they have like a $10,000 budget for each episode yes. they do. It's for no, uh, I think it was a ten million dollar budget for the ten episodes, and it came down to like eight, uh, an average of eighty thousand, eight hundred thousand on each episode. That's I read, crazy. I read it was a ten thousand on each episode, but we can look that up later. And then the Moog, the Moog and Train movie that had like a hundred and fifty million dollar budget. Ten thousand dollars per episode is not much, dude. You don't think? No, maybe I got that wrong, but. We'll figure it out. Ten thousand yeah. dollars is a it's lot of a fucking lot. money to me. When you're talking about these high level animations and stuff like that, there's a lot that goes into that. Ten thousand dollars really is not that much for an episode. Mm-hmm. I think that the statistic that I saw said that it was a ten million dollar budget, and the average the average episode was eight hundred thousand. So the more advanced episodes maybe it was like one point five million for that for that episode, and one of the lower end episodes was like five hundred thousand. But the average was kind of like Jesse. You know I mean? Jesse, fact check this. <laughs> I, w- I wish, dude. But, you know, hopefully, that's something that we, we can get Hunter into. We need to get into. Hunter to fact yeah. check. That'd be, yeah, that'd be cool. Was, we well, appreciate you guys because, honestly, we're not the most knowledgeable on this, but we try to do our research and we are open to discussion well, on it all. And I think that's the biggest point. That's you know? Yeah, no, we're open for discussion. That's what we're going to do with the group. Open up, even uh, for the podcast, open up discussions for the actual podcast that we yeah, have. So go ahead yeah. and put your shit in there. I do want to, I've got a computer. Uh, my grandpa passed away and I've got his computer. It's just really slow on <laughs> RAM. I want to put some new RAM in it, and hopefully I can get to a point where I can do a podcast <coughs> in the living room with more space, because this is a little cramped, mm-hmm. and then that way I can have that as like a traveling computer to do nothing but the podcast, specifically for the oh, podcast, yeah. and then that way I can have my my MacBook there, I can search shit as we go, and then we can have like someone like Hunter who's helping us do the, do the shit as well. Yeah. So there should be a nice little bump in the... Um, and the videographer side of things uh, coming here soon. Um, I don't know if we're necessarily going to do the whole like uh, switching cameras between the people because that's just a lot of work. I used to do that at the beginning of your yeah, house articles, and it was that. like it was like doing an hour episode. It was, it was cool. like four or five hours. It was of just really clicking cool. Buttons yeah. And shit. yeah, I like what you so. did there. I won't lie. Yeah, I, I know. I had to dumb it down because it was just taking too much time. Yeah, yeah you yeah. have you have to have help with that. Yeah. But yeah, what y'all been sipping on? Bailey, what you been sipping on, girl? You know, I've been. I started to watch Euphoria. I've heard a lot about it. Okay, yeah, it? I've heard. I haven't gotten very far into it. I'm like on episode three because I have a lot of shit to do and mm-hmm. not enough time. But 
euphoria. It 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 might be making me depressed. Oh really? Like, I've heard. I I've, might not continue watching it. I've heard a couple people say that it was like really good. It was like really deep. And then I've heard a couple people that said that it's just teen drama bullshit. So did Which you ever? Fourteen drama it, bullshit. Did Apparently, you ever watch it, 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 it takes place in high school. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched the first season. Of Thirteen. Thirteen reasons. reasons. You know how yeah. it was very deep. Euphoria is deeper. Yeah. Like. And I've never seen either. So. Well, thirteen reasons about was Euphoria. about suicide and stuff like that, but. I know Euphoria, uh, Euphoria takes, uh, is it, Zendaya stars in it, and apparently yeah. she's like a opioid addict. Yeah, right? she she's an addict. Oh, really? The, in the, high the, school? the yeah. whole the whole thing the whole okay, the whole just... first season starts out with her going to rehab, and it it it's <laughs> the concept behind the actual TV show is awesome, and the way that they portray it is amazing, but it's just so real and deep that it just makes you. If you've ever been around opioids or even just regular drug use in general, it fucks your mind up. Like it, it's, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's, it's like sad because you feel for the characters, but you feel for the characters because you feel like you You are in, you're like in the show. You feel for the characters, but at the same time, you know that they're the ones putting themselves through. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Like you've seen Requiem for a Dream. Yeah. No, everyone yeah. keeps telling me to watch that. That's on my list of fucking shows to watch. Uh, Max always says that. It's a cult classic. Honestly, it, it, like I have never watched a movie that just it's not it's it's not bad. It's real be, shit, but like it made yeah, me. Yeah, I heard it's it, depressing it's, as fuck. It's depressing honest, as fuck, but I also felt just disgusted to, after watching. Well, to be honest, if you watch Euphoria, that's that's how I want to feel. Of, like, that's kind of basically the, the gist thing. of what that, I. That's kind of the same thing. That's how you need to feel when you watch a really good piece of like TV or fucking yeah. Whether whatever it's going for, if you just feel like. Like, oh my god, I'm a piece of shit. Or if you're just laughing your ass off, or you feel really happy at the end. Yeah. As long as you have that extreme, and yeah. sometimes I like watching those depressing shows that just fucking. I mean, I mean, I do too. Think, I do too. That's for sure. But uh, Euphoria, to be honest, I don't know if I'll continue watching it. Really? Just because of how it makes you feel. Like I've I was texting you, and I was like, I just don't feel great. I gotta this week. watch it now. I'm glad you fucking brought that up because I've heard a lot about it on social media recently. I've heard some people say things about it. I've heard now mixed there, signals, but the way you explained it to me it makes me seem that makes it seem like it would be right up my alley. Yeah, it, it probably would. Okay. But there are there is teen drama in it. I mean, it has to be. I don't have an issue. It has that. to be like uh, entertaining. You so, know, that's so that's the entertainment part of it. But here's my thing with like the teen drama. There's a show called Daybreakers on Netflix. I don't know if either of you've seen it, but it takes place in a world where it's like this fucking like teen rom-com sitcom type thing like a boy meets world type thing um and it's in a world where all the uh adults have been turned into zombies but all the uh, kids that are high school and younger ha- are completely fine oh, so they're wait. living in this I think I, I think I've seen world that. and it's super violent and gory I, I've, I've either seen something like that or seen that. That yeah. sounds super And it's familiar. actually a really good show, but it does follow that whole, like, teen sitcom fucking... Yeah, I mean, it, they, they are in high school in Euphoria, so... Yeah. And it's kind of... You, you want to be like, man, this, this do- shit doesn't happen. But oh, it, it does. Happens, yeah. I've seen like, it happen in my You're, like, you're like, they're so young. How is this happening to them? It just ha- it happens. It happens. And it's also, like... I've watched some um, TikToks and YouTube videos about it. And like other like when I watch TV shows, especially if I don't have enough time to watch the a bunch mm. of episodes right after another, um, I watch like YouTube videos about whatever's going on and what stuff like that. And there's a lot of like 
just taught like there's a, a lot of toxic relationships and i think that's hitting me like i'm like god damn like that sucks we're not getting into that I'm, no i'm not, okay. I'm, not I'm not i'm not but and or like like uh like pedophilia there's that oh, really? shit in it yeah okay it it's it's a fucked up show it's, it's one of those it's ones. good like I said, but it's the, just fucked like up one of those things like i said about the daybreakers like it's meant to be that team sitcom type uh genre but it's not necessarily a teen sitcom yeah well i mean it's, it's on fucking hbo so it's not fucking geared towards kids I no it's it, it, yeah. kids yeah. should not watch this yeah. If okay. kids are watching that, that no, yeah. kids should not watch that. I'll, show. I'll have to check that out then. Um, as for me, with the what I've been sipping on, what you've been sipping on, I, I've had a really busy uh, couple of weeks since the last time that we had. I watched the Dota animation, or I tried to watch the Dota animation because, like, you know how they had the arcane type thing. You know for about Dota, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I thought that might be the same thing. Not even close. It's shit. It's yeah. terrible. Honestly, and then, League of Legends has crazy ass cinematics. Like they got like short stories and shit. That yeah, no, the League of Legends has been so built out on. on that, yeah, bro. yeah, Arcane was dope, but Dota, Dota was not the move. Um, the other thing that I recently started, I've been like I said, I've been really busy. I've been fucking firing on all cylinders trying to fucking figure a bunch of shit out with this yore. But earlier this week, I started to watch Surviving R. Kelly. And I'm about three episodes in. Oh, that also brings me up to another thing that I want to end on. Uh, my little sleep paralysis fucking thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, I was watching uh, um, Surviving R. Kelly, and it's looking interesting. Chris kind of recommended it to me because we were talking about, um, like, super fucked up movies and stuff. I don't know if I've talked about it, but there was one night where me, Max, and fucking Chris watched a Serbian film at their house. And Ser- a Serbian film is banned in, like, uh, 69 countries. You tried to get us to watch that. I, I, I try to all the time. It's so <laughs> fucked up. Bro. It's so fucked up. Fucked it's up not really all that scary. It's fucked up. Yeah, I'm not watching it. And he, get, he, get, uh, he gave me another one movie. called Irreversible. And then he said, and then we kind of got leading into like the Forgetting Neverland with Michael Jackson and stuff like oh, that. God, and he was like, fucked. he was talking about uh, Surviving R. Kelly. And I'm starting to watch Surviving R. Kelly. R. Kelly. And like, I knew the things that were going on with R. Kelly, but I didn't really realize how deep it was from like the beginning and how yeah. many people kind of knew this was going on. And just didn't say anything about it. And I'm only two episodes in. Huh. No, I've, never, so I've never watched it. Yeah. But so Arkell I'm going to do that. <laughs> but I, I, you know what? I'm not going to put the other one. We, we've reached about a minute and 15. I'm not going to do my sleep paralysis thing. I might, I might do that next week. I had a... We can save that for another uh, day. I'll, I'll, leave a little, I'll leave, leave a little a fucking teaser out there. But yeah, I had... When I was watching, I fell asleep on the couch and had this super intense fucking uh, sleep paralysis where I saw the shadow, shadow people for a third time. It's a night terror. Yep. Dude, so, shadow people, they suck. Yeah. With that they being said, my dick. this has been episode 33 of Your House, Our Rules. I love y'all. I'm Stay the, tuned. I'm the man in your Huge genius. things That's coming. <laughs> Later, y'all. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> so, Bailey, you ever eat day four festival ass? <laughs>